0: The Chicago Blackhawks have announced their final roster for the start of the regular season. I'll go over who earned the final spots, the lineup we could see against the Penguins, as well as Lucas Reichel's season preview. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome on in to another episode of Locked Blackhawks, part of the Locked Podcast Network. Your team every day. As always, thank you all for making the show your very first listen here to start off your day. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can go and find me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you can follow my strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And, real quick, just a reminder to go and show some support if you haven't done so already. I know over 50% of the viewers right now on YouTube aren't subscribed to Lockdown Blackhawks. It only takes two seconds to help me out tremendously. Make sure to go and subscribe to the channel can also go and smash that like button, comment down below as well, and turn on those push notifications so that you can get updated when the latest episode gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. Also, today's episode is sponsored by the Sleeper app, the go-to platform for daily fantasy sports. Use the promo code NHL in all caps, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Again, that's code NHL in all caps with Sleeper. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you all for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. One more day. The start of the 2023-2024 NHL regular season kicks off tomorrow. Finally, Connor Bedard is going to make his highly anticipated NHL debut against the Pittsburgh Penguins. He was actually on the Pat McAfee show here this afternoon. I couldn't be any more excited. I know all of you Blackhawks fans out there are feeling the exact same way. And we have a ton of stuff to break down on today's episode, as this morning was the final day of Blackhawks training camp down at Fifth Third Arena, meaning they also announced their leadership team, their final roster moves and such. They also held their final preseason game, uh, against the St. Louis Blues over the weekend as well to kind of tie a bow on the 2023 preseason. They did end up losing that game five to three uh, down in St. Louis, but I got to give the Hawks a lot of credit because they were without Connor Bedard, Taylor Hall, Seth Jones, uh, Connor Murphy, just to name a few. They were without a, a good chunk of their NHL lineup, and they went toe to toe against uh, the St. Louis Blues NHL regulars. It kind of got ugly there early, and it looked like. Uh, We could have had a route on our hands as the Blues jumped ahead two to nothing, I want to say, in the opening five minutes. But the Hawks, you know, showed some resiliency. Lucas Reichel scored a goal. Uh, They fell down four to one in the second period again as well and responded with two goals in two minutes from uh, Joey Anderson and Mackenzie Entwistle had an absolute beauty of a power move to blow past Scott Perinovich and stuff a nice one past Jordan Bennington. They ended up getting outworked in the third period, and I believe they only had one shot on goal. They end up losing the game 5-3, to but I got to give them a lot of credit for their heart and their fight. A common theme that we've seen under head coach Luke Richardson, the team might not be as talented as some of the others that they go up against, but they'll work their tail off every single night, and that's something us Blackhawks fans can certainly come to respect more and more here as the Blackhawks go about this Uh, rebuild but with that loss I put the Blackhawks at 2-2-2 to wrap up their preseason and I thought they showed a lot of good flashes Um, a lot of promise from the youngsters was probably the biggest bright spot from the preseason a lot of potential there from the Blackhawks young talent and also a lot of intriguing storylines here heading into the regular season and one of those of course being the final roster decisions which we found out this morning. And quite honestly, there were only a couple of battles left worth keeping an eye on. The coaching staff really didn't have all that many crucial decisions to make. All they really had to uh, come to a conclusion on was the final two, or I guess in this case, the final uh, three forward spots, then also uh, the decision upon Kevin Korczynski and what they were going to do with the final defenseman. But aside from that, everything was pretty set in stone. We had a pretty good feel as to who was going to be on the opening night roster, when the Blackhawks take on the Pittsburgh Penguins tomorrow night. But it was interesting to see that three Blackhawks were placed on injured reserve here before the start of the regular season. One of those was Colin Blackwell. That one wasn't surprising. He's still working his way back from sports hernia surgery that he underwent in the springtime. What's been interesting, though, is I've noticed the Blackhawks have been saying he's dealing with a lower body injury. And this is one thing I probably should reach out to Scott Powers or someone on the beat about Charlie Rumeliotis, who's Uh, A good buddy and someone who's been on the show, obviously, a bunch of times as well. I kind of want to figure out, is it a separate injury that's causing Blackwell to miss this time? Or is it still him battling back from the sports hernia surgery? Because I know Ben Pope at the start of training camp mentioned that's what was keeping him out. But the Hawks have been listing him out with a lower body injury recently. Regardless of that matter, Colin Blackwell is on injured reserve to open up the regular season. But so is Philip Kurashev he will not be joining the Blackhawks for their five-game road trip right out of the gate. He'll be out for the first five games with a wrist injury, and we kind of got wind of this uh, a couple of weeks ago when Luke Richardson, might have even been last week, when he said there was some concern whether Kurashev was going to be ready for the start of the regular season, and now we get that answer. He is not going to be, and because of that, He'll be on injured reserve. And then Colton Dock is on injured reserve as well. And yes, Blackhawks fans, Colton Dock has not been returned to Rockford yet. And that's probably because he had a really strong showing in the preseason and made the most of his uh, opportunities, most notably when he jumped into the lineup for Ryan Donato when he was a late game scratch and got some shifts with Taylor Hall and Connor Bedard and didn't really look out of place. So uh, something to keep an eye on. I do expect Dock will probably still go to Rockford once he is healthy. But also wouldn't be surprised if the Blackhawks want to keep him around practicing with the NHL guys because that's just good experience for a youngster to have but has not been sent to Rockford yet but will open up the season on injured reserve with an ankle injury but with Philip Kirchev being on injured reserve that we certainly didn't anticipate that opened up another forward spot for the Blackhawks on their opening night roster those three spots went to Mackenzie entwistle and Boris kachuk which I don't think is surprising to everyone anyone I think we all kind of just had that assumption that they were going to make it. They were the most deserving with how they fared in training camp and in the preseason. Uh, They were, you know, they knew they had to battle for their spots, and I I thought they did a really good job of uh, showing some energy and intensity on a nightly basis. And Boris Kachuk racked up the points, and Mackenzie Entwistle had a couple of real nice goals as well. So those two, not surprising whatsoever to see them earn those two spots. The third and final spot, though, Ended up going to Reese Johnson. Probably the only surprise here of the Blackhawks opening night lineup. I will expect that, you know, once Khrushchev comes back, he's probably the one that's going down to Rockford. But got to give Reese some credit, man. I mean, he showed the fire and what he does, you know, when he's out there on the ice, mix it up, get physical, uh, grind it out along the boards. Also can be a penalty kill type of guy. Doesn't need a lot of ice time to make his presence felt and probably earned this spot in those final preseason games. But with Reese making it, that ultimately meant that Joey Anderson was kind of the odd man out. He was placed on waivers by the Blackhawks on Sunday and cleared this morning and has now been returned to Rockford. But yeah, Reese Johnson, kind of the surprise of the opening night roster, making it because Philip Khrushchev is opening up the season on injured reserve. Then defensively, drum roll, please. Kevin Korchinski has made the Chicago Blackhawks opening night lineup, but at the same point in time, that really isn't all that surprising. Let's be honest, one way or the other, unless Korchinski really struggled throughout the preseason, which he didn't, he had some really good showings, showed that he still has some room to grow defensively, but his abilities in the offensive zone are just undeniable. The way this guy skates and the heads-up plays that he makes, um, how he can jump into plays in transition, yeah. No denying he could probably help out this Blackhawks team right here, right now. But it's not surprising to see him make the team out of camp. We know the Blackhawks want to burn the first year of his entry-level contract, and ultimately you're not really going to know what he is until you put him up against NHL lineups. You know, you can kind of get a glimpse in the preseason, but you want to see what he has to offer when it really counts. So ultimately this 8-, 9-, 10-game stretch that Kevin Korchinski is going to go on here That's ultimately going to determine whether or not he goes back to the Seattle Thunderbirds of the WHL. And if you're a consistent listener of this show, you know that I've kind of been leaning towards Korchinski going back. But for the reasons I just mentioned, I would not be upset whatsoever if he made this team. I mean, it's going to be, he's going to be awesome one way or the other. And I truly don't think there's a wrong decision here, but I do want to say if he does get sent back to junior, it's not a bad thing. Blackhawks fans, there is still some growth that he has to go through defensively, um, to kind of be a little bit more consistent in his own zone, whether you know you think it's better for him to learn that in the NHL or in junior hockey, that can be debated. But I still don't think it would be worst case Ontario if he goes back uh, to junior hockey. So we'll see what happens. Like I said, it's going to depend on this nine game stretch. But Kevin Korchinski has made the Blackhawks team out of camp. Coach Luke Richardson told him, uh, "Congratulations!" But you know now the ball's in your court. It's up to you whether or not you keep this spot and that's going to be seen one way or the other over these next eight or nine games but with Korchinski making the squad that means that Isaac Phillips sadly winds up being the odd man out he was reassigned to the Rockford Ice Icehawks here this morning and that means Nikita Zaitsev is safe for now and I say for now because he was absolutely dreadful throughout the entirety of the preseason. And in that final game against the St. Louis Blues, he was literally a a traffic cone. I mean, every time he touched the puck in the D zone, it was a turnover. I think he was out there for three of the Blues goals against. A lot of them were really bad turnovers, man. I just have no confidence in Nikita Zaitsev. I don't know how Luke Richardson could at this point in time either. So his spot is definitely uh, not secured long-term. He has made the opening night roster along with Uh, Jared Tenorti as Isaac Phillips, like I said, winds up being the odd man out on defense. But with today being the last last little bit of action in training camp, we also got to see the Blackhawks' final practice before they head to Pittsburgh tomorrow, and that gave us a little bit of a glimpse of the lineup that we could see when they open things up tomorrow night against the Penguins. No surprise, we've already got a a pretty good idea of what these – player who's going to be in the lineup, what the lines are probably going to be like, but Luke Richardson has mixed it up a little bit here. He did stick with the top line of Taylor Hall, Connor Bedard, and Ryan Donato at practice this morning. That trio has been the top line, Uh, basically all preseason when Ryan Donato has been healthy. The changeup that he has made on the second line, though, with Philip Kershev out, Tyler Johnson has bumped up there with Lucas Reichel, and Taylor Radish has swapped out with Andreas Athanasiu, and we know that Athanasiu and Reichel had some really good chemistry together last season, so that was kind of interesting to me, to see Athanasiou get bumped down, but you all know I'm a big Taylor Radish guy, so I do like to see him getting that top six opportunity, but it's going to be interesting to see uh, whether or not Richardson sticks with that line when Khrushchev does return, whenever that may be. The third line looks like Boris Kachuk is going to be drawing into the lineup potentially with Philip Khrushchev being out. Looks like he's earned that spot over Entwistle and Reese Johnson, at least based on these line combinations this morning. He'll be playing the wing on the third line with Cole Gutman. And as I said, Athanasio and Taylor Radish have jumped spots. So AA is the right wing on the third line, so it seems. And then Nick Felino, Jason Dickinson, and Corey Perry, unsurprisingly, are the fourth line to round out the Blackhawks forward group. On defense, though, is where I'm really curious to see And this is kind of what I was feeling after watching Zaitsev kind of puke all over the ice on Saturday against the St. Louis blues. Can they really expect him to be consistent in this lineup, especially if he's going to be playing with a young guy on the left side. And I think this is kind of the question that Luke Richardson is asking himself right now. And I think he's having some hesitancy because this morning at training camp, the defensive pairings were Alex Vlasic with Seth Jones, as opposed to Wyatt Kaiser on the left side with Seth Jones The second pairing, Kevin Korchinski and Connor Murphy, that's been the duo together for most of the preseason. And then Jared Tenorti comes into the lineup with Wyatt Kaiser playing his off wing. And I think this is just a result of Nikita Zaitsev not being good enough to be an every night defenseman. They got to put Jared Tenorti in there and they got to put Wyatt Kaiser on his off wing or else, you know, you could put Kaiser on the top pairing with Jones, but then are you really going to leave Alex Vlasic with, you know, Nikita Zaitsev on the third pairing and have Jared Tenorti as the extra. I personally rather have Jared Tenorti in the lineup. And I think Wyatt Kaiser on his off wing is already miles ahead of what Nikita Zaitsev has to offer right now. So Going to be interesting to see if that is the defensive pairings that Luke Richardson opens things up with tomorrow against the Penguins. And then Peter Mrazek, unsurprisingly, is going to get the start tomorrow against the Pens. That sets up Arvid Soderblom to make his first start of the season in the back end of the back-to-back on Wednesday against the Boston Bruins. Last little bit of training camp newsworthy tidbits. The Blackhawks did announce their leadership group not much of a surprise here, though, as well. Connor Murphy and Seth Jones will officially be wearing the A's for the entire regular season, while Nick Felino and Corey Perry, the two newcomers this offseason, will be rotating the third A in between home and road games. The only real surprise here, I thought Tyler Johnson was going to kind of be in this mix, and I do believe the Blackhawks have the option to have four alternate captains. I believe other NHL clubs do, so... Kind of curious that Tyler Johnson didn't get the A, but just because you're not wearing it doesn't mean you're not a leader to this team. But that was the little bit of a surprise from uh, the captaincies that the Blackhawks announced in their final little bit of uh, roster transactions and everything that comes out with this being the final day of training camp. All right, there is the Blackhawks' projected opening night lineup for tomorrow against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Coming up in just a moment here, don't go anywhere, Blackhawks fans, because I still have to get into Lucas Reichel's season preview. But first, I got to talk to you all about Sleeper. The NHL season is finally here. Will the Vegas Golden Knights reign supreme once again? I love the NHL, and I know all of you out there do as well. And that's why I want to tell you about Sleeper. Sleeper is my go-to platform for daily fantasy sports, especially... Daily fantasy hockey because with sleeper, you have the chance to win a hundred times your cash on daily fantasy sports. And the NHL has literally never been more exciting than it is right now with star players like Connor McDavid, Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, Connor Bedard here in Chicago. And all you have to do is simply select more or less based on their stats, such as goals, assists, points, saves, and more. Sleeper offers 100 times payouts, so start paying attention, make the right picks, and you could win real big. And I think we got to be going with the 18-year-old phenom Connor Bedard on the opening night against the Penguins, right? Entries can be made in under 30 seconds, and Sleeper is live in 28 states. And right now, you can use the promo code NHL in all caps, and you'll get up to an $100 match on your first deposit. Again, that's code LOCKDOWN NHL in all caps and go and see Sleeper's terms of use for more details. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Again, make sure please to go and show some support if you haven't done so already. I'm well aware. I'm probably having a lot of New first-time listeners or first-time viewers here with the regular season kicking off tomorrow and the Chicago Blackhawks actually having a little bit of intrigue for the first time in seemingly forever. If you're new to the program or just haven't subscribed to the channel already, please make sure to go and do so. Go and smash that like button, comment down below as well, and also go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on Instagram for some cool Blackhawks content and clips right here from the show. All right, segment two, time to get into my next. And I think I might have one more, but we're going to see how it works out schedule wise, Blackhawks fans. But regardless, it's time to get into my next Chicago Blackhawks season preview. And up today is none other than 21 year old blossoming star Lucas Reichel, first round pick for the Blackhawks in the 2020 NHL draft, 17th overall, and expected to play in his first. full NHL campaign this season and of course is a really crucial part of the Blackhawks rebuild moving forward and when mentioning Reichel kind of going through his career path and how he's gotten to this point one thing I think a lot of people forget is that he made the jump over to North America a year before even he anticipated if you remember correctly when the Blackhawks selected Reichel 17th overall in 2020 he himself said in an interview that he was going to remain in Germany for two more years. But after winning the DEL championship, he had 27 points in 38 games, also made the transition from wing to center, which I'm sure the Blackhawks were absolutely thrilled with. They drafted him as a winger, but you know the chance for him to play down the middle, they would never say no to that. And just after finding so much success against grown men in the DEL at 17 years of age, Lucas Reichel made the jump to North America a year prior to anyone expected. And for the last two seasons, he's been mostly down with the Rockford Icehawks of the AHL, was a point-per-game per game guy for them in his first year, co-MVP of the team along with Arvid Soderblom. Last year, spent the majority of the season in the AHL as well, was a point-per-game guy. And actually, in his first year over in North America, he did get – an 11-game stint, which, you know, mostly was to burn the first year of that entry-level deal and for the Blackhawks to kind of see a little bit of what they had on their hands. He showed a little bit of uh, flashes, but was clearly just not ready for that type of action, only tallied one assist in 11 NHL games. Then he got some NHL action again early last season. I remember he came up for a one-game stint on the road in Boston, uh, had a couple of games towards the middle of the season as well, but something really changed in that final NHL stint of his. The magic finally happened and it just seemed like a like the flick of a switch. Everything just connected and came together for Lucas Reichel and in his final 8 games of the season, he tallied 8 points, ended on a really high note and just displayed all of the tools that he has, the speed, the skills, the, you know, savvy IQ reads, the playmaking in transition, how much of a threat he can be going the other way with speed and the puck on his stick and that's kind of what takes us to right here right now where you know Reichel has had a tremendous training camp he's picked up where he left off had a really good showing in the preseason and now looks to be the Blackhawks second line center to open up the regular season and talking about his projected role that's kind of honestly where I expect him to be all season long if things do go well for him at center and this is something I've kind of talked about a little bit as well. Even if things don't go well for Lucas Reichel down the middle, given all the Blackhawks depth that they have at center in the prospect pool, it wouldn't be the end of the world if it doesn't, you know, wind up working out. But there is no denying that with the skills that he has, the speed, you want him playing with the puck as much as possible. This is something that uh, Rockford Hogs play-by-play broadcaster Mike Folta mentioned to me when I had him on the show uh, recently here to talk about the Rockford ice hogs and an outlook on their season. Uh, be sure to go and check out that app episode. If you haven't done so already, you can easily find it on the channel. Greatly appreciate Mike for taking the time to share his insight on the ice hogs heading into this campaign. Um, but it does make sense with Lucas Reichel and the growing confidence and that surge that he had last season. You want to give him the opportunity to play down the middle, to play with the puck as much as possible. So I do think it's certainly worth a shot. And if all, you know, goes well for him, I expect him to be the second line center behind Bedard for the majority of the season. But it is interesting to kind of think about how Reichel came up the last two years, a couple of times as I outlined, but didn't really find all that much success playing center. And then in his final stint last year, the Blackhawks put him on the wing and he kind of went crazy with Andreas Athanasiou there. So, um, I am interested to see, you know, what kind of is the leash around Lucas Reichel, and who knows, maybe he's going to absolutely thrive at center. That's certainly in the cards. Um, but I do wonder, you know, how long that leash is going to be—not just for Bedard, or not just for Reichel, but also for Connor Bedard and Cole Gutman and all, all the other youngsters that the Blackhawks have that could potentially play the center position. Um, so we'll see if Luke Richardson elects to go with, you know, a Connor Bedard. Lucas Reichel top line at any point in time, because I do think, you know, they're the two most skilled players on this Blackhawks team right now. And I know a lot of fans are are curious as to how that would work together. So we'll see if that happens at any point throughout the regular season. I'm also curious to see what Reichel's role on the power play is going to be, because thus far, it looks like they've had him on the second power play unit to kind of balance things out. And I don't disagree with that approach, but there, there could become a time where His upside is just so high, Blackhawks fans. I'm really excited for Lucas Reichel. I've talked about it a ton here on the show, but I do think there could be a point in time where you just, you can't deny his skills and you can't shy him away from top power play opportunities with Connor Bedard as well. Excuse me, two guys who you know are going to be real key pieces of the rebuild moving forward. So I'm interested to see how long he's going to stay on the second unit, if that's going to occur all season. But regardless, you know, whether it's on the wing at the center position on the second power play unit on the first Lucas Reichel is going to be seeing a ton of opportunities this season. He's going to be playing serious minutes for the Chicago Blackhawks. I've talked about development is really the key theme of this season for the Chicago Blackhawks. So they're going to be giving guys like Connor Bedard, Lucas Reichel, Wyatt Kaiser, Kevin Korchinski for as long as he's here. They're going to be giving them opportunities to go out there and showcase their stuff. So Lucas Reichel, he's going to be playing meaningful minutes for the Blackhawks this season. And I know we're all excited to see how he's going to continue developing. All right, coming up in just a moment here, I will get into my expectations for Lucas Reichel heading into his first NHL season, as well as the projected numbers that I have for number 27. But first I got to talk to you all about eBay motors, passion drive and patience is what brings home the winning trophy. And it's what also keeps your ride or die alive. eBay motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and to level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. Plus, with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or you'll get your money back. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. With all the parts that you need at prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and to bring home that win. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. All right, segment three getting into my expectations for Lucas Reichel this season and also what I think would make for a successful season out of him. As far as the expectations go, I think the biggest thing I'm looking for out of Lucas Reichel is to continue to build off of that last and continue to gain confidence and continue to show that assertion and that aggression with the puck on your stick out there on the ice. Um, He's done so thus far in training camp and in the preseason. And I think he could be on the cusp of a really big breakout season. I mean, there have been times in training camp during those scrimmages during preseason games where yeah, Connor Bedard is kind of the main takeaway and all eyes are on him. But I don't think it's far-fetched to think that Lucas Reichel could be the best player for the Chicago Blackhawks this season. I don't think he's that far removed. And I do think he has that star type of profile and that star type of skill set. Maybe he's not going to be, you know, a top-line 90 to 100-point guy. He could be as well. But I do think he has that special ability and can be a point-per-game player. And he's still only 21 years old. We've only seen flashes – and there's still so much more room for him to grow. Um, if he continues to build off of what he did last year, yeah, I think Lucas Reichel has a very, very bright future here in Chicago. And us Blackhawks fans are going to co- uh, continue to learn to love him more and more and more because, yeah, I really do think he has that that type of buildup. He's got the speed he's got the playmaking. Now he's got the confidence. He's got the assertion. I mean, continue. That's another expectation of mine for him. Continue to grow that confidence with his shot because the playmaking is there. We've seen it in transition and with the speed he has, he can be really effective along with the high hockey IQ. But if he can put it all together and be a little bit more of a goal scorer, and that's another area where we've seen him thrive in the preseason and in training camp, he's really started to develop that shot and also that trust in himself that sometimes you just got to take matters into your own hands, make the simple play, and fire the biscuit on that. I've been really impressed with the steps that Lucas Reichel has made in that area. I think he could be a 20-goal score, maybe even a 30-goal score at the NHL level if he puts it all together. Um, that's really what it's all about this season, I think, is putting it all together. And look, there's still going to be bumps in the road for Lucas Reichel. 21 years old, still a little bit undersized in a man's game, right? There's going to be hiccups along the way, but it's kind of figuring all Figuring it all out, figuring out how to be a pro day in and day out and how to take that game to the next level. Because if he's able to, the Chicago Blackhawks forward pool, forward group is going to be looking so promising moving forward. And we still got to add, you know, Frank Nazar, Oliver Moore, a lot of intriguing prospects, plus two first round picks this year, two first round picks in 2025. It's going to be pretty to watch this Blackhawks team and all the young talent that they have develop for the next handful of years. But yeah, I just think Lucas Reichel, my expectation for him is just to continue to grow. And I really do think he's too gifted of a player to be a pedestrian in this league. I think he can be a special type of talent and to just keep, keep gaining that confidence, keep being assertive, put yourself in good spots, don't be hesitant and just believe in yourself. And it seems like that's kind of been what's put Lucas Reichel over the edges. He kind of went out there at the end of last season and showed himself that he can belong in the NHL and hang with the best of them and continue that belief this season. I think it could be a very special year for Lucas Reichel. As far as what will make this season a success, if he just keeps putting together that noticeable progression, I really think that's like what makes this a a successful season for the Blackhawks. If we just see noticeable progression from Bedard and from Lucas Reichel, Wyatt Kaiser, Kevin Korchinski, Isaac Phillips, if he's here, Alex Vlasic, uh, Arvid Soderbloom, those types of players. That's really the name of the game for the Blackhawks this season. So that's kind of what I think will make this year a success for Lucas Reichel as well, being a focal point of this team, just find ways to take the game to the next level and just keep gaining momentum. I also think it would be really big. Uh, it would be a success for him if he comes out with just more of a goal scoring mentality this season, than we've seen in the past, just keep playing with confidence in all aspects. And also, help establish a second scoring line for the Chicago Blackhawks team. I really think they can be a good offense and they can have a good power play. If Lucas Reichel and this second line can kind of take them to the next step, I believe we all expect Connor Bedard to do his thing along with Taylor Hall on that top line. So I do think there's a lot of runway for this Blackhawks offense to finish, you know, right around – the middle of the pack, if not 10 to 15th in the NHL and goal scored this year with all the additions that they've made offensively and how guys are going to continue to develop. And then also just become a, a really you know rounded out player, whether it's on the second power play unit or the top power play unit. I think he's got the skills to be a special man advantage type of player. And I would also look out for him to get some opportunities on the penalty kill as well. That's something that Luke Richardson is trying to, been, trying to have been installing him into a little bit more and more here. So yeah, for Lucas Reichel, I think he's just going to be playing a lot of minutes regardless, and if he just you know, keeps putting it together, keeps playing with that confidence, I think it's going to be a real special year. As far as the projected numbers that I put together here on an 82-game pace, we saw Lucas Reichel have 15 points in 23 NHL games last year, as I referenced, ended the year with a bang, eight points in his final eight NHL games. I don't think he's going to be a point-per-game player just yet, and I don't think he's going to be knocking on that door but I do think he could be a 60-point guy for the Blackhawks this year. On an 82-game pace, I have Lucas Reichel penciled in for 26 goals and 37 assists. Go and comment down below what your thoughts are on that right now. Do you think that's too high? Do you think that's too low? Give me your best estimation as to what you think Lucas Reichel is going to put up in terms of production this season. All right, folks, that is going to wrap up today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, thank you all again for tuning into the show. Be sure to go and follow Locked On Blackhawks for free right now, wherever you may be listening to your podcast, and go and subscribe to Locked On Blackhawks on YouTube, and that way you can get the latest episode as soon as it gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Go and follow me on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you can go and follow my strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. So until tomorrow's episode, that's going to do it here for the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.